0: Get three
1: and they're here. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> it's a fact. Look, playing
2: game games. I am talking about facts.
3: He can't take it, he? can take it. He just
2: can't
3: take. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first edition of the Playing Offside podcast, the podcast where we expand on the conversations from the group chat, sharing some of the good, bad and truly woeful opinions we have in football. My name is Dino, and I'm joined by three of the five supporting castes podcast, Lewis, Josh, and Cropley. How are we doing together? Good weekend?
2: Yeah, yeah pretty good. not too bad. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah good, good. So, we we'll start off with, the Champions Liverpool seem to be hungover Thursday evening, as they're heavily beaten by Man City, before recovering to beat Aston Villa on Sunday. Well, City didn't recover, they just <laughs> lost to Southampton. Um Leicester bounced back at the weekend with a 3-0 win against Crystal Palace, a game in which Jamie Vardy scored his 100th Premier League goal. So, Lewis, I've got to ask you, Jamie Vardy, where do you rank him among the strikers in the Premier League this
0: decade? Uh, I don't know. I think for him, he's, I think his journey says more than the player himself at the moment. Uh, I think that's why he's getting such a massive buzz. Bear in mind, he scored his first Premier League goal at the age of 27, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think hmm. he's definitely up there. Uh, I wouldn't put him amongst the Van Persies or the Droppers or anyone.
3: No, but yeah. like this decade, like yeah. like for someone like Drogba, he only had a couple seasons of this decade. I think he had oh, three. Yeah, was, was, two, and then his one-off one. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, someone like Harry Kane is probably or, you'd say. Would he say he's top the top tier? Would yeah, say think I think I
0: I think a big game player as well, which uh, comes comes into it a lot.
2: Yeah, I think Vardy Vardy puts himself first as well. Like, I mean, I know it was controversial with him like leaving the England squad and retiring, but I mean, he still managed to bang in twenty goals a season afterwards, still, because he knows he has to focus on that. But I,
1: mean, I think Vardy Vardy left the England squad because he knew he was never going to get in over Kane. Mm. Uh,
3: yeah. In a sense that's true But Then wouldn't you want to be It'd still be a backup If you want to If Kane Kane had his injury problems Yeah He could easily be that yeah. Main striker But I guess Yeah it's all but the, There was
0: that I think it was the Euros In 2016 When Roy Hodgson Had Jamie Vardy Sit on the bench For the majority of the tournament And it was like Obviously yeah. Roy was <laughs> that's right. Pretty rubbish manager, yeah. Pretty that's rubbish manager. But if you've got someone who's like scoring 20 goals plus each season,
1: and that was the year last they won the league,
0: wasn't it? I think he, I think he's definitely he's definitely still got it, obviously. But uh
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's, it's just a question with age. Obviously, he can keep going, but how long will yeah. he actually be able to do? it? Especially when you compare what the strikers England have now. When you've got Harry Kane uh, in his prime, yeah. you've got Marcus Rashford, yeah. ta- like, yeah. likes the likes of Tammy. Dominic calvert not even in their prime, they have got yeah. years. Yeah, sorry, Mason Greenwood. Of course, It would get to in a second, but I um think... yeah, we're saying potentially then the second. Actually, no. Then you got Rooney, Robin van Persie, other strikers on in, in early that's in good. the decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I hate you. laughs>
2: best, best target decade. in Premier League history
3: for at least a season. Um, at least top ten. Hundred percent top yeah, ten, yeah. probably top five. I think he he's just underneath uh <laughs> <second>. <laughs> Chelsea dropped all three points to West Ham midweek before sc- scoring three against the struggling Watford size on Saturday. Defensive issues, the problem again. I don't know, obviously I'm I'm being a Chelsea fan, I get to witness this full hand, but centre back, left back, major issues Definitely. for us. I don't know I don't know though, what the if you got any suggestions. Because all I'm saying is we need help in these positions. Left back, you see like Ben Chilwell. Uh, ta- I-, I can't even pronounce his like name it, right, but Tag- TK, yeah. Tag- yeah. The yeah. Theo I-X. from Ajax. Yeah, that's the one. Um, it would look good, but centre back, there's not enough. Yeah, we need a big name centre back. I, I don't know if there's any suggestions of like.
0: Yeah, big name I think
3: we could probably bring in.
0: Like the main, the main like issues I had was when, <laughs> when I was watching the West Ham game, and West Ham scored twice from a corner. Obviously one of them got disallowed. That was twice, and then I remember yeah. I can't remember who the pundit was, but it was when Yarmolenko scored the winner, and uh, they were going, "What is Chillwell doing? What is he doing?" That's like right,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah you mean Alonso, Yeah. yeah. Chillwell, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: It could, it could be Chilwell <laughs> if we sign him. Uh, I could what? see
1: I could see someone, I could see someone like Nathan Ake. Yeah. But Bournemouth being Bournemouth
3: potentially going down. Hmm. Yeah, that yeah, could mean uh, cheaper signing. But with 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 us, we got we we got the money to spend big on some big player. We we seen it. We bought Zietz. We bought, ZH, we bought um, Timo Werner. Um, we're potentially going to buy Kai Havertz. But I think that money we're going to spend it in seventy eight million as good as he good as a good player he will be for us if we can buy use it on a centre back to be a leader at the back
2: yeah. as well. I think. I think if Chelsea don't get a center, get some defenders, they'll be in the same position as what Arsenal are, where they end up like just buying attackers and attackers.
3: Yeah, I don't think we're that bad. <laughs> I don't think we're Arsenal. we
2: <laughs> don't,
3: don't Don't think us that low, but we will. Yeah, we
2: won't be changing. I think centre back for Chelsea is like such a hard position to try and sign for. Because you have you have you have the money, but then all the like decent centre backs, and especially Chelsea are making a statement with signing Werner. Like they, that, like it's it's still yeah. going to be a project, and trying to convince some, like a decent you know centre back to come on board with that, I think it's going to be quite tough. Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to say like when you're saying you need a leader at the back, like what leaders of a centre back mm. are there at the moment? Because there's not like there's not like the big yeah, there's not like a, the big ones you get anymore. like you don't get you Ferdinands or yeah. uh, hmm. John Terry's or anyone no
3: and and the rare ones especially like, uh, like yeah. Virgil van Dijk who when he got signed for Liverpool it was like a massive what people thought an over over
0: uh,
3: yeah. overpay yeah, um, yeah van yeah, Dijk no, one of the best. turned out that you, you literally would play double double the cost of 75 million to yeah, in. yeah. He's been that good for them. Have
0: you had anyone? Have you have you actually had anyone like replace Terry at the time? I mean, I'd say the closest is Gary Cahill, but I wouldn't even put him alongside alongside that.
3: Cahill was a bit, but then they're always better together. And then, like Cahill was on like his way out a bit. Anyway, he sort of started declining as soon as Terry, uh, yeah, as soon as Terry left. Um, so we need we need someone to be that figure we're not going to get another John Terry that's that's like you'll get that once yeah. in a once in a lifetime Man United and Arsenal fans rejoice with back to back wins in the week the United defeat in Brighton and Bournemouth whilst Arsenal defeated Norwich and High Flying Wolves young talent have impressed since the restart Mason Greenwood Bukeo Saka and Phil Foden most notably who's got the brightest future of them all
2: <laughs> uh, oh. do you reckon I mean,
3: Saka's just signed
1: the yeah. contract for Arsenal
2: yeah I think that's a big statement yeah, for yes. Arsenal and Arteta so, yeah. as well to keep Ty Saka down because I think like he could have gone to like if Man United could have got him or something because they just love young English talent and I mean Mason Greenwood's been absolutely phenomenal absolutely phenomenal 15 goals already this season mm. I think
0: yeah uh, I mean yeah I would agree I think Greenwood, obviously, only need to start to get the recognition now, uh, but I think Phil Foden is is going to be the one, and also he's got he's probably going to be replacing David Silva. Yeah. Um, and he.
3: Yeah, that's true. I think I think I think like next season we'll see the full extent yeah. of what Phil Foden is because then he's get obviously he's getting starting getting choice chances yeah. more after this lockdown period, but um, but yeah, after um, once the new season kicks in, Silva's gone.
2: He's going to be getting more playing time. I think Phil Foden's is like, such a talent. Like, listen, even if he comes on as a sub, like I remember, I think it was last season. He only came on for like five minutes. And he had like more passes than like half the Man City squad, or something like that. It's just he was just absolutely ridiculous. Like he's going to be. And yeah. so, when he plays, there's just something about him. Like,
1: I mean, it's glad, we're glad he's uh, going to be in England. Uh, he's got to be in the England squad for the Yeah, year, right? yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean depending on yeah. Depending on how I mean Mason Mount's a
2: talent, but if Gareth Southgate's gets called in Mason Mount up from the championship, like there's no reason why he shouldn't be calling up Phil Foden.
0: Yeah. I think Yeah. I think Yeah, that's true. To be honest, I think the only two players that actually really get me excited for the England's future are probably Foden and Sancho. I don't think there's anyone else that comes into that at the moment. For me anyway.
3: I think I think there's so many though. I think throughout I this squad is a young squad anyway. Like Harry Kane, Harry Kane still um, don't know if that's top of my head, but he like 25, 26, 26. Like he's still got another yeah. The, what's it? 2022 World Cup. So he, yeah, he could have two. But World like Cups.
0: What, what what I'm getting at is like they've got like bags of potential, like as as good as they are now. Like they they're playing in teams that hmm. are gonna just help them even more. I think anyway. And also, and also, they're, they're playing Champions League football. It's a lot on the biggest stage. Obviously, Man City might not be there next year, but that, but Sancho is also showing that this season and last season.
1: Um, I still think we're going hmm. to struggle, um, defensively with the England squad.
0: I think, yeah, I think we've got way too many right backs. Would you put, push Trent up to, Feel
3: this you know, center mid or CDM? You could, like defensive uh, mid. That's always a question. Can he? Can he play it? it yeah. We'd have to actually see it. But who's going to give him the opportunity? When Liverpool we've got all these big games coming, is Klopp gonna? Is Klopp gonna bring him in? Is Klopp gonna test him in center mid or maybe even? I don't. Think, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know Klopp if he will. It, but it might be something for England to actually test themselves.
0: Because, uh, yeah, I don't think they will. Because Liverpool have got the players in midfield that they need, so I think, hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't think That's that will happen. But I mean, you got you got Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones from Liverpool that might be coming through. But Obviously, we haven't seen yeah. there much of
2: yeah, it, it yet.
1: Just, he signed a new contract today.
2: I think England will have a big problem in the future, like what we did with like the the golden England squad, where we had like skulls, Lampard, Gerrard, and like we couldn't put them all into midfield. I think we'll have the same problem with like. Rashford, Hudson-Odoi, yeah. Greenwood, th- you know, I think we'll have that same problem with the front three. I think,
0: yeah, I can agree with that and I can see where you're coming from. But then there was, um, I don't know who the footballer was, but they were saying one of the biggest um downfalls of that team then was the fact that um, apparently there was rivalries in the squad. So there was like Arsenal players sitting with each other, Chelsea players and Man United players. I think it, it went it was a lot deeper than what yeah. we thought so it was like yeah the, all the players in that team were like almost world class um, but that, but there was like loads of stuff behind it whereas now like if you look back at the 2018 World Cup like the whole squad was like having the time of their life pretty much and Southgate's gone together so maybe that'll be <laughs> a change of what we didn't have then as what we've got now
2: yeah
3: yeah I agree it's a lot different now that was just one thing I'll I'll mention on this uh, going back to the point um, with Saka the the thing about him is though we know Greenwood's a striker we know he's going to play up front Phil Foden creative midfielder but where are you actually playing Saka because you've seen which is good he's versatile you've played in left back you've seen him on the wing you've seen him in centre mid and he's played well in all all these positions but
2: where is his actual I think his best position is as a winger I think he operates best as a winger, like, when, oh, who did they just beat 2-0? Wolves. Um, Yeah, you saw him on the right, and you saw him cut in, and, like, he was just drifting into the centre, like, when he needed to, like, just to fill space, and it resulted in, like, a a well-taken volley for him. So, I think, I think on the wing is probably the best place, but then it's whether it's on the left-hand side or the right-hand side, because I think he is left-footed, is that right? Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Sa- now, it well, is. now that you say that, like the fact that he comes in the middle a bit, maybe that's good for England because obviously Delielli's was that middle man and Lingard. Um, yeah. if, Saka, if Saka, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. if Saka <laughs> can maybe come through the middle and play in that position instead of his natural yeah. role, then maybe he could have more chance of making the team. Yeah, I agree that's with true. that. That's
3: true. But he's then got a lot of competition from the likes of yeah. Mason Mount, Freeman Loftus-Cheek, <laughs>
0: Chelsea, kind of Chelsea players, players yeah. there, but Ross yeah. Barkley.
3: <laughs> I mean, we have got three. We have yeah. got three players who can play that position. Out of the relegation candidates, West Ham were the only team to pick up any points this week as Moisey looks to take them to safety. Villa have been fighting valiantly but not being able to pick up points whilst Watford, Bournemouth and particularly Norwich <laughs> look helpless huh. so Cropley being a Norwich fan uh, this is going to probably become a little bit of a recurring theme yep is there any if there even the slightest bit of hope you'll be able to put I mean, like, a fight for survival mathematically we're not down <laughs> there's the hope <laughs> yeah, that's always positive uh, that's about
1: it that's all I can really say like I mean we've got when you look at our game we've got Watford then West Ham then Chelsea then Burnley, then Man City and I can't see us winning any of them, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I can see us being, if we lose our next two games, we're down.
0: So, so is there not much so, hope then? <laughs> <it's not. laughs>
1: the, to, in, in my opinion, I, I think, uh, if, we beat, if we beat Watford, then I'll have a tiny bit of hope left, which brushed. will then probably be broken by West Ham so, uh, the next game. <laughs> because Norwich like breaking so what do you heart. think yeah.
2: Norwich should do now like do you think Daniel Farker should be picking a team based on for next season already or do you think he just should just still be picking his best 11 yeah.
1: I, I think I, I think he should be getting players ready that's so what I think he's already yeah. doing partly
3: because he's not you can't give up hope hope even yeah. though he's not looking good yeah I don't think you, yeah. you can't give up I don't
1: him. want us to give up hope but I, I I've, I've been pretty Optimistic that we'd stay up.
0: This the, the worst thing about Norwich.
3: <laughs> when did yeah. that die though? <laughs> Sorry, uh, when it did died, that die? It, it, it died. It died. <laughs> it was a good.
1: It was a good August. <sighs> yeah, it was a good August. And then, like when we beat Man City, I was like, "Mate, we're gonna do alright this season," because we played well. We played well against Liverpool. We made this <laughs> four-one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. You,
2: you did play well. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and then, because we had what twenty? We had like twelve shots or something, and like no other team had done that previously fair enough like the previous season I think
0: Um, the problem with Norwich is that every time they come up everyone knows or thinks that they're going to go down like do you think that's a um, what do you call it like a mental mentality
1: issue within the club yeah I think yeah that's like I was I was certain we'd finish like Fifteen. Yeah. I, I, was I was thinking
2: around twelve. Finish. I thought the way Norwich played in the championship, I thought they were going to finish mid table. Uh, we we
1: played we played amazing football in the championship. Like I've never seen us play anything like that. I was used to us playing relatively shit football. I think. Um, and then
0: I was going to say I think I mean a problem for me. Obviously I don't I don't support Norwich, so I don't, I don't like know a lot about the players and stuff. But I think. Uh, what I've kind of noticed there wasn't a lot of Premier League experience in the team yeah
1: yeah our, our most experienced yeah. players yeah. and Park. I
0: think like although although you don't want, like old players especially in the Norwich team where there's loads of young players or maybe that's a good thing that yeah I think like our average age yeah, is like 23 like, or something I think there did need to be a bit of Premier League experience just to I th-
1: I think another factor was our transfer window was absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Like we signed three players, and it was Dermich who is probably one of the worst strikers I've ever seen. Um, Sam Byron, <laughs> yeah, who's been actually been, pre- he's actually been quite he wasn't, solid. He for wasn't us. great
0: at West Ham. Um, bet, yeah, but
1: no, but he's he's been alright defensively, yeah. but he can't go forward, and that's how we play with wing backs, and he's not a wing back. And then someone else, I can't remember who we signed.
3: Hmm. Um, Wait, either way, if you do somehow stay up, you now know. I think you you have to invest. Yeah, or that's the situation where most likely you do go down. You have players in that team, good young players. To be fair, yeah, like Jamal Lewis, Max um, Arrins. What's the right back's name? Max Arrins. Max Arrins
1: won't be but, in the Norris squad next no. season. No, but he's the he's the only player I can guarantee will be gone. Mm. The others, I'm I'm on the do fence about. Do
0: you think P- uh, Pookie or Cabwell will stay?
1: I think Pookie is. Uh, he's just, I think he's just had a kid, so I don't think like, <laughs> that'll be a fact I, I,
2: I think Pookie will stay because <laughs> I think he's shown that, like, he started the season well, but consistency over the whole season, he's shown yeah. that he's not at this level. I think it's a step too far for him. I think championship, yeah, yeah bang 20 goals, that's fine. He got, he got found out. I he? know he's hit 10 goals or something this season, but I, th- I just think, I think he's got too, to ri- I think he's too risky for like a Premier League side to buy him. Yeah, I agree.
1: Someone like Buendia, he's kind of gone under the radar, so, but I don't think, his attitude's not great, so I think he might force a, force a move gone, out of the
2: club. Buendia The fact that he's like, top five in the league for assists yep. or something, in that, and he's in that Norwich side, yeah. no offence, but <laughs> that says something about the player. Yeah, no, I know.
1: We've got such a, like, Talented squad with like future players that like people people obviously thought we'd be doing better than we were, um, but we haven't got the money to invest. Even our sporting director said at the start of the year that we're not we're favorite we're favorites to go down, and don't he, he literally said don't be surprised if we get relegated. He was like don't don't have any well <laughs> that's what
3: <laughs> <thought> you want <laughs> to hear. He
1: he was being realistic fighting words like, he was like we're, every, every, we we're playing what how many games did we play 38 he's like yes. we've got 30 he was like we've got 38 free hits to try and prove <laughs> ourselves that's what he said at the start of the season
3: Now the topic of our first episode we'll be talking about is the top five Premier League games of all time in our opinion just as a way to get get whatever viewers or listeners are out there watch uh, listen to us an idea of what our favourite games are. Um, so whilst the football has picked up in the past week we're getting more goals coming in uh, particularly somehow <laughs> Newcastle banging them in. Bruce Marshall, amazing. Ian and the AR are trying to take some goals away um, <laughs> West Ham but yeah that was bullshit it was definitely it, it, sh- it should have been cancelled oh, I'm get started. debating with my AR there <laughs> but yeah so we go our a list here of our top 5 gains of all time we we'll go for them. we'll start with you okay uh, uh, I'm, I'm
0: going
3: to be a bit five. biased
0: for my first one and uh, no. well with all my 5 I've gone for Kind of just to round up the, I've got a bit like uh, what's the name, pretentious, with uh with my games because I'm I wanted to go for what the Premier League is really about, so like the history, the rivalries, the goals, and the legends. Uh, but
3: yeah, by the by the way, sorry, before I uh before you talk about this, like our knowledge, nothing of this is gonna be like oh, no. in the nineties. Yeah, no. no. Court, if anyone's looking for that, yeah. Because for a fact, we're just about uni students, we're all in the so language. we're in our early 20s. So, we're not re- have going to have seen, or will we seen <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, on Sky? I think, I think all, of, my, all live, of mine so are not this... exactly going to be the same as watching them.
1: All of mine are this decade.
3: <laughs> so, the earliest from from my point of view when yeah, we get to mine yeah, is yeah. 2003. Okay, it's going to be after that. So, the but first
0: game that I'm going to throw into the mix. And it is a bit of a biased one, but I'm going to say when West Ham beat Man United 3-2, uh, in 2016, the last, uh, last ever game at Upton Park, rest in, West peace. That's right. Uh, f- for me, I think it had what the Premier League, not only West Ham, but what the whole Premier League was about, because you had, you had the whole, um, like build up. You had, I don't know if you remember all the fans outside, although they attacked the Man United team bus. Uh, there was like a, like a mass. <laughs> That's a what massive the Premier League's all about. And, uh, and the history of the stadium as well, and how important it was to West Ham. Uh, not, but not only that, it was also the, it was also mm. the season of Dimitri Payet. Uh, rest in peace as well, leaving us, the prick. Um, <laughs> but,
3: um, I was going to he? That's more of a loss for you. Uh, not, he's not yeah, actually... It's just affected you um, badly. But
0: I'll, I'm going to have to <laughs> put that one in there. Uh, we went 2-1 down to Martial and... Uh, I don't know who the other one was actually. Um, but Winston Reid's got the winner and I've never seen scenes like it in all of my life. Um, so I'm definitely throwing that one into the mix. And then the others, just a quick one on these ones. Uh, we've got... Uh, Man City beating May United 6-1 in 2011 uh, I've included this one because uh, I think it was the season Man City won their first Premier League title and I feel like that game was the pinnacle of Man City showing that they are more than capable of winning the league um, and it also had the iconic moment of Balotelli um, and it was yeah, oh, yeah which is like amazing that's where his career peaked though Yeah. He, was, he,
3: he, had, he did that at the show actually no he did score he did yeah. a decent Euro 2012 I'll give him that yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. but I think yeah <laughs> definitely that one Uh, I've also put in Newcastle 4-0 draw with Arsenal in 2011 Uh, I still re- I still yeah, remember watching that and game. I remember all the Arsenal fans walking out half time uh, no not Arsenal Newcastle Newcastle fans <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it was the other way yeah. around. Duke and Arsenal then I've back. also got
3: big old Yeah, the Chick-fil- Chick-fil-
0: screamer. Uh, that was just amazing. That is definitely on there. I remember that. Um, I remember that goal. And then our last two. I've got Liverpool's four-all joy of Arsenal in 2009. That was uh, yeah. Arshavin. And the Andre yeah, Arshavin game. And that had um, two stoppage-time goals, injury-time goals. Uh, yeah, had have been scoring to make it 4 3 in the 90th minute, and then you had Ben Ayun of all players right. to uh, score to uh, make it 4 0 <laughs> in the 93rd minute, I think it was. Uh, which is definitely one of the most amazing games, I think. And. you see a Chelsea Ham legend. Well, don't forget.
3: <laughs>
0: and, he's, been every, uh, every club. Yeah. he's been He's and, been everywhere. Uh, the last one, which is um, going to be a popular one, I think, is Man City's three-two win over QPR. I don't think any more needs to be said about that. I think everyone knows the story. Um, yeah. Although what people, I think what people seem to forget about the game, actually, apart from Aguero's uh, goal, was uh, Joey Barton's red card, which was also quite quite amazing. <laughs> When he, uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> cause he, oh yeah, because he elbowed that, he Tevez, got the red card, and then need uh, I don't know if it was Tevez or Aguero. Oh, was Tevez in that game? No, it wasn't Tevez. Won uh, the
3: two. No, yeah, Te- Tevez went not about then because it was they had yeah Balotelli on the pitch, they had Jekyll on the pitch, they had Aguero. I thought he
1: headbutted someone, but that might have no, been different. Was, no,
0: that red was because he, he elbowed. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Still, Jerry Barton um, getting sent off. It was just yeah, he yeah, he elbowed, ploughed the pitch, got sent off, and then need, uh needs a grower in the league. So, but yeah, there. So my five are what? Man City's six-one win against Man United, West Ham's three-two win against Man United, Newcastle four draw, with Arsenal, Liverpool's four draw of Arsenal, and Man City's three-two win against QPR. There you go, um, Matt.
3: Your top yes. five. Your so I mean, mine, got, mine has, got a lot of history of your own club at Norwich. Yeah, you got they, they have some moments. Mine has so.
1: two Norwich games in, which um, yeah. one of them was heartbreaking, um, and the other one not so heartbreaking. But um, these, yeah, it's not in any particular order. But uh, I've got Chelsea two, Tottenham two from the uh, twenty, <laughs> I believe it's twenty fifteen sixteen season. Yeah, Leicester that's right. It
3: was in our um, in our just horrible. Yeah. Horrible season where nothing was going right, and that was like our like uh, as a, as a bad way to say it, but like our only accomplishment was winning a league for Leicester in the <laughs> yeah. like just really <laughs> kick the absolute. But
1: that that game, I, I remember being more interested in Leicester's title race than anything else that season that was going mm. on, because I I think every, I think everyone was just so interested in it, except. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they were the only team who were chasing at the time.
3: I've never seen a team which is it's just so funny about it, lose their head so much. Yeah, they would. Like, they were, we got the second. They were like, right, we're not going to actually try and come back and get a goal to keep our title challenge. I'll put that in. <laughs> right. I, do think, <laughs> I
1: do think I do challenge. think Leicester would have still won the league regardless of if you'd have.
3: Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like, still, I, I think they'd have won that. It was with game, like anybody. three, four games to go. Yeah so it was plenty of time for them to actually win it um, but yeah
1: because they were what 10 and points just, clear or something at the time
3: yeah it, it? Was something, like, it was always going to be Leicester's yeah. it was Leicester's tired to win but it just makes it funnier and then Spurs Spurs just collapsed from that as well it wasn't just the result and then how they performed after they actually finished third didn't they
1: yeah yeah it
3: was hard came <laughs> third in a two-horse race up. oh <laughs> that's right
1: wasn't it Arsenal who yeah, came yeah. second
3: as well? Yeah, we usually have on uh, James on these podcasts um, who's a Tottenham fan. Yeah.
1: Um, he 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 would probably say uh, something different. I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think he'd
0: say anything. I think he'd go on a massive rant for about half an hour <laughs> saying about <laughs> the say <laughs> like, point uh, of bull, bull crap in the world. But, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually we would have won <laughs> the league yeah but yeah no, that's, that's the first game um, the second one is uh, Manchester United West Brom uh, Alex Ferguson's last game in charge yeah
3: um, which
1: I have a thought I, I, the only reason I have this memory of this game is because when I used to play Sunday League there was this uh, one the one person in my team su- who supported Man U was given it big.
0: Like every other maiden's poor at that point.
1: Pretty much, and then <laughs> that game came along and they were five. What they were five two up and then ended up drawing five five. So we were just taking the piss. Um, I mean, most of us were Norwich fans, so we I think we weren't even in the league <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so we couldn't we couldn't really say much, but. But we all had season tickets, so. But didn't
0: they? Didn't Man United you know, win actually, the league? We actually exactly. went anyway. Really
1: right. Yeah, I think they'd already won the league. Yeah. Oh no!
0: Yeah, sorry, <laughs> they did win the league. That's right. <laughs> You're taking the piss, yeah? Sorry, it's twenty thirteen it's They still won the league. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, we just, it was just a funny game because he was just giving a big about like how. Like yeah. they were five-two up, and then it was five-five in the end, but. It was. It was a. It was. I a mean, little... it
3: made them. made them eventually sign Lukaku. Yeah. And. And like he had a it, phenomenal it, it really season. Worked them. But... <laughs> actually, actually, that's it. would you say Lukaku actually worked for um, for United?
1: Uh, I don't think he fitted the style uh, of football. Uh, no.
3: <sighs> yeah. He got some goals. He did better than. Uh, give, I give it credit. He did better than Alvaro Avar- Marasa, when it was that time where him Lacazette. Um. Yeah, Murata, Lacazette, and Nakaku Nakaku at the time was probably the better player. My third,
1: my third game is probably the most heartbreaking game I've ever been to. Um, which I know what you're say. was Liverpool <laughs> versus Norwich. Um, when I was, I think we got relegated that year. I think we got relegated by three points. Uh, and we were three-one up against Liverpool. Um and ended up losing five what year was this again sorry uh, this was 2015-16 so it was the year Leicester won the league as well yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. but I think we got relegated by three points it might have been a bit more but we had such a favourable run of games and Liverpool was the tough game in that run of games um, and yeah we were three-one up at half time I think Stephen Naismith scored and he'd just been signed from Everton
2: is that what you had Alex nil.
1: um yeah. Yeah, we had Alex Neal. So like the inexperience yeah. of him. Um, hmm. And we had uh, I think I, did we, I think we had Ricky Van Wolfswinkel up front. Um, at the time. Oh, well, Ricky Van <laughs> I'm Wolfswinkel. not actually sure. Oh no, we had D Mercy alright. <laughs> ba- we had, we had, right. we had and Bacani up front. <laughs> uh who who was um
3: he was actually he was actually all right, but um. you always seem to have like one striker you bring in every time you get promoted. Yeah, it like who does alright um, before and you think And then you he a signs for another club and then World just and
1: then... bangs them in. Because <laughs> I think McCarney <laughs> so. signed for Hull and then scored like ten goals.
2: <laughs>
1: but at that, at that point we had we had some pretty decent players, but we, we again we weren't ready for the prem. Uh, and I thought that game, we, were, you know, we, I think we went, we were three nil up against Liverpool, then they got one back to us before half time, and I think that broke us. Uh, but yeah, that that game, that game was heartbreaking when they scored, because they got a free kick on the edge of the box in the last minute of the game, and we just equalised, and that, my dad just turned to me in the stadium and went, "They're going to score here," <laughs> and then when they scored, I was just like, "Oh." But, like it, just, it broke me. I was on the verge of tears. I was just because I knew that was like relegation as well. Or... I mean, we got relegated. You didn't
3: know it before the season. You knew it. You knew it at that point. I knew at that
1: point it was it that that made. I think that killed the confidence of our players. My, my fourth game is uh, from this season. Uh, hmm. The only good win we had, <laughs> which is when we beat Man City three two.
3: You say had you, there's still a season going on. You never know. We're still gonna <laughs> play
1: Man City again. To be honest, you never know. <laughs> we could do the double over Man City tonight. Be the only team we do the double over. Um, but yeah, that game was like because everyone everyone thought we'd get battered. I think even I predicted. I was like, oh, I'll take four uh, nil. Yeah. As long as we played well, uh, and I was working I mean, a shift in the pub and watching the game at the same time, and everyone in the pub. Everybody in the pub wanted Norwich to win because they were all supporting Liverpool. And uh,
3: you obviously a typical typical Liverpool. I think James was
1: working. James machine. was working in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and we we scored the the first goal. that James like sprinted out of the kitchen and just was just like yes, come on! I like I was going nuts behind the bar <laughs> or trying to pour someone to pint. <laughs> uh, I I still I still. I I couldn't watch the, like the last five minutes of that game because Man City were all over <laughs> us.
3: But that was. He thought, cool. thought from that point, you know, you've had, we we beat you. It was like, I think was it three two? You beat But you played well against us. Yeah. You, look, all right, you look good. Then you beat City. And, so and then we, like, then oh, then we yeah, got Norwich. beat by West Ham, quite comfortably. Mm.
1: <laughs> and then it just went downhill yeah. from there.
3: People adapt to just our playing then people knew that all you had to That's do was working. press us and like
1: stop us passing out from the back and they then we just fall apart but uh, yeah, yeah and then last the last game is of course uh, Man City v QPR yeah. um, yeah. I don't think anyone can not yeah, it's, really it's have the that. best Premier League game of all time yeah. in my opinion
0: mm.
1: just because of the meaning behind it um, and yeah. even listening to the commentary gives me goosebumps, and I don't even support yeah. Man. City. I think that I, I think everyone, everyone can probably say yeah. agree. I think
0: I think one of the main bits of what well I don't think people forget it, but uh, also the fact that Man United have just won at Sunderland. Um, yeah,
1: I think that's what made it. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Thinking it does make it sweeter.
3: Well. The and they get the knees think in that, and
1: the commentary yeah. as well. I think without that commentary, like without the commentary. I don't think it would have had the same impact.
3: We got they you got your top five, right, yeah, Josh? Yeah, we got We got a Reading no. fan who's not really in the Premier League, but he's You've got, uh, you got
2: some games. even smaller because I didn't really get into football until like 2012, and obviously being a Reading fan, that was like <laughs> Championship. So, like, <laughs> no I didn't really pay attention to play league. <laughs> Premier League football until a few years ago. But like one of my first. I think one of the first memories I had was the Premier, like Premier League. So my Premier League team was Sunderland <laughs> for some reason. You're pre. Why? Right, yeah, this
3: just puts us into a bit of context. Um, yeah. Josh Completely is from Reddit. the other side of the country. Yeah. <laughs> His Premier League team is I just, Sunderland.
2: Did,
1: did, did yeah. it have anything to do with the, uh, the documentary?
2: Or did no, no, just... no. This was like. This was, uh, Oh no, oh, this, this is the way apprentice. before, way, way before the documentary. Oh, yeah. And I, hey, I I don't know, I just watched it even them. Worse. I just, I don't know, there was something about them. I just watched them and I enjoyed how they played. And I was just like, they they seem, well, they seem good. Girl. Yeah. I don't
3: know, I don't know, button in for a second. I don't know also how you become a Sunderland fan from watching the documentary. <laughs> I get the idea I want them to lose the games <laughs> because it's funnier. It's a comedy the disappointment. Or maybe actually no. They win a couple and it builds up to a bigger loss like they had in the I, recent one. I they do want to the see final. them be successful. Yeah. I I don't eventually. know, I just thought <laughs> eventually when they get to the conference, maybe get promoted back up. <laughs> that'd be nice. I, really I just yeah, always yeah, thought Sunderland promoted. was
2: really interested every season. Like they had Gus Poyer at one point and then they had that oh De Canio. who was that? Yeah, Decanio, And then they they had uh Dick Adman I mean, who was in charge of like the, the game that I had picked and it was the Sunderland-Newcastle derby at the Stadium of Light because I think Sunderland and Newcastle I think that was one of the greatest greatest Premier League derbies that's like, like a proper gritty hard tackling like you know, that is a derby for, through and through I think yeah. and, uh, and um,
3: no, the I reason why just I picked this game out was because of um, Jermaine Palace.
2: Defoe's goal that he scored and it was a volley and I just remember him smacking it first time, and it looping over the keeper and going in the net. And then I remember half time him going down the tunnel, and I think it was Tim Cruel, and Tim Krull just like patted him on the back and saying like fair play. And like it was just it was it was good to see, and that like, just they they had such a good. Oh, that's a that is a proper
0: rivalry, rather than football panel. Not on the <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I th- I think no no keeper was saving that, and I think it was such a wonder strike, and I think that was one of the first memories I had of watching like like football. Um, second game, um, for me it's got to be uh Bournemouth versus Liverpool in twenty sixteen. Like I think it was one of Bournemouth's first game in season at home or something like that, and I was on holiday and I was watching it. And it was just so, like, it was so end to end. There were so many goals, and then I remember like in the last five minutes, it was just Bournemouth just pounding the Liverpool penalty box, and like never did I want a team to score more than that because it was 3-3 and I just wanted to see a winner and I thought they fully deserved it and when they got it, and it I think I remember there being an absolute screamer in that game as well <laughs> Josh
0: cried that day and he's going down his memory Nathan
3: has got the yeah he did yeah, yeah
2: if I'm right if yeah. I can. yes yeah he did yeah, and that, yeah, yeah that, that was a good game it was end to end throughout think... I feel I've got to disagree with that though, because I think I
0: think we've seen games like that before. We've uh, we've we've seen many games like that. Oh, we have,
2: but like I, that was like probably the first time that I probably made an effort to sit and watch a game of football. Okay, so that that's why it's on my my top five.
0: <laughs> okay. I
2: still can't believe you grew a
0: fucking
3: ponytail. That's fair. Fair. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. make any, no, any sense. But it's it's a good point from someone who's a more a yeah. Fr- yeah. No, uh, an ex
0: an uh, ex Sunderland supporter. <laughs> so,
2: so. Yeah, I know. Um <laughs> Exactly. I think if uh third third game, I'd have to go Arsenal versus Crystal Palace in January twenty seventeen. It was after the period where so Mick Ataran was playing for Manchester United, I think, and he scored that Scorpion kick.
0: Offside, don't forget.
2: And then uh, everyone was like, oh, that can't be better." And then the next game, Arsenal 2-0 against Paris. Giroud did that beautiful scorpion kick all the way from the back.
0: Yeah. Played the thing ball. is, though...
2: It's such, such, such a good goal.
0: I think...
3: I won the Puskas.
2: I think so, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so. Well, the thing is, in my opinion, Terrace was better. And also, Giroud milked that goal so much. Like, I don't know if you remember in that game against <laughs> Bournemouth when he scored like, the equaliser in like, the 90th minute and he was doing the celebration of like him doing the scorpion kick <laughs> and all the arse- all the Arsenal players like mate, get to the bloody kick-off so we can get another goal and he's worried about showing off the- about this bloody goal that we all saw. Like, oh, that just pissed me off. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> no, you
2: can't. <laughs> yeah, but you but you can't, can't hate
3: Drew though. I think he's one of those players that yeah. everyone, everyone just loves Giroud. Yeah, At
2: rival clubs. I feel anyway. I could be, could be, yeah.
3: completely off Yeah, I think. Level, yeah.
2: But yeah. I just think the goal finished it. Like, that move off perfectly. I remember it like, like yeah. I think Arsenal were under pressure and they won the ball back like just outside their penalty box, and this is when they had like Sanchez and everything, and they just played it out, and they played it up the pitch so quickly, and it was just a beautiful counter attack, and I just remember Giroud being like really slow, and then for some reason he put the burners on and the ball was behind him and he just got his boot (laughs) boot to it and it and yeah I just remember it hitting that crossbar and just oh it was so satisfying I genuinely don't remember
3: that game I don't remember the game I do remember I do remember the goal I'd not I mean, that I the, going for the
2: game. goals is why I'm picking the games that I am. <laughs> like that's why I picked that Sunderland Newcastle Derby game as well mm-hmm. because it's Jermaine Defoe's goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, i yeah. t- got two, two more, more two more games. So,
3: what are you thinking?
2: Uh, it's got to be Man City QPR. The <laughs> this game. Um, my fifth pick would yeah. have to be last season. When West Ham beat Spurs at Spurs' new ground, because Spurs were undefeated at their and new not, stadium, and high- I did
0: not pay Josh to say this.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> and um,
0: just a little bit of throwing yeah. shade at James. Though. And
2: I just think uh, it was the first game that I saw West Ham play, and I was like, wow, they they've played Tottenham off the park. I thought they were absolutely amazing. Like everything, the defending was decent. They, they we t- always play Tottenham off the park.
0: That happens all the time. <laughs>
2: A fact. Just
1: for Did people you. listening, just for context, James was giving it big about how the new ground is a fortress, yeah. and he was giving it all this to Lewis, and then we went and we all went we all went to watch the game at the pub, and then James didn't really <laughs> talk after the game.
2: But beside <laughs> beside that, I just think that West Ham were just phenomenal that game. I think they 100% deserve the win. They didn't let Spurs in at all. So yeah. I think that. we've had better game.
0: I think we've had better games against them though. But I
2: don't know. Yeah. I I just. Yeah, to be the first team to win it, Spurs is new ground. Yeah. I think so.
0: Well, then you could also say about West Ham beating Arsenal or the Emirates, but we won't go. We won't go
2: that far. <laughs> but yeah, so that that is my fifth pick. Okay. That's, That's your five. That is
1: number one all for right. Josh. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. Moving on, we've got, we got... Finally, we've got my ones, which are going to be smash yours at the park. All right. I think we can all agree on. We'll just get through as one. Yeah. <laughs> Man City, keep me up. Of course. It's just... If it's not in your top five, I, I don't really see how it's... N- unless if you're just taking the pure game obviously there's I've done a couple where maybe being a Chelsea fan the emotions are higher it means more to a Chelsea fan but um Man City QPR just a perfect advertisement of football perfect advertisement of the Premier League best moment in football history well that's a tough question freaking hundred years of football being played but could be the greatest moment in
1: football history i with you on that no, Iceland. For also, England one thing
3: one thing about that game is um, so obviously the other team, uh, as you said, with QPR, and yeah, QPR were in yeah. a relegation battle themselves, and they it was like they were like the one of the favourites to uh like not get relegated. They it was in their if they in their hands if they got a result they'd be fine. But the other teams lost it around them and it was all confident. The full time whistles are gone, and um, they weren't getting relegated. Whether they hang on to that two one draw one two one. Or even lost. So when they actually conceded, um, there's like fan footage of um, QPR and they're celebrating their um, <laughs> conceding the goal. <laughs> they're actually going, to, get, going fucking fair play. Absolutely, I don't think you could do anything them. but
1: applaud Because it doesn't
3: matter to them. They're getting, from, they're getting, they're staying in the division. They're fine. Number two. I got a game from 2006. It's my first Chelsea one. First of two. Chelsea three, Man United nil. Particular one, the game that clinched our second Premier League title,
0: it's under Mourinho, if I recall. Yeah, and that was yeah. That, that was like a, uh, second season a peak. My United, obviously, two thousand eight. I think was their peak. Um, but that that yeah yeah definitely. I don't remember the game. I don't remember the game, but I remember yeah, had... I remember the players that both teams had. so Was that was that the year when?
1: When Man U could have won a third title. In no, a row.
0: because Chelsea won the season before.
3: But yeah, this game three 0 against Man U. I think we opened the scoring early, William Gallus or something like that. Uh, don't remember that too brightly, but it was mainly the um we need, if we get a second goal, we've like pretty much clinched it. Um, and Joe Cole got through about three or four, uh, United players, with just like like one turn, um, one on one with the keeper fired it top corner near post it's, it's absolute scenes realising we won the league against our rivals Man U it's class and then and then stop it all off fucking uh, Ricardo Carvalho <laughs> go on ran the whole length of the pitch when you know we, we pretty much won the game but you know you do want to secure it and then you see Ricardo Carvalho bombing <laughs> forward <laughs> we set about back position thinking maybe now's not the time Passing it I get past to him finishes it top or bottom corner I can't remember but (laughs) yeah put the ice on the cake third game I got Crystal Palace 3 Liverpool 3 2016 there's just I think it's just the funniest game of football the fact that it it was all if you don't remember it's all part of Liverpool's little demise where it was their time to actually win the league for the first time it should have been and obviously they—it was the game after, I believe they slipped up against yeah, us with the the Yeah. Stephen Gerrard slip. And then obviously they was like, oh, okay, but we go, we go beat Crystal Palace. We win three 0 They three 0 up, didn't they? Till. Yeah. Yeah, they did three new up. Um, and Dwight Gale, yeah, I believe, hat- was the yeah. one who scored the third final and then, goal. Yeah, it was a hat trick. Oh yeah, it was
0: actually. And a then and Suarez yeah, right. was uh, at his like eyes under his shirt just like crying and Steve Gerrard's like go yeah. away to the cameras!" like I was, yeah and yeah he's yeah, pushing yeah. pushing
3: the camera away and it's that, that, that's the one that put it yeah. in Man City's hands then
0: I don't know if you remember the company like yeah. sliced the ball and then I think it's Coutinho buried it um, yeah yeah. Mm,
2: so no, after, that's right, yeah I think after that
0: game everyone yeah. was like well this is this is Liverpool's and then obviously Chelsea came along or Denver Bar and then I, I think the Crystal Palace <laughs> That literally did. Uh, I feel like I feel like uh, the Chelsea Liverpool game was kind of like the start of the joke, and then the Crystal Palace Liverpool was the punchline. I feel like that's the best way to
3: uh, best way to sum it up. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. The fourth game, my second Chelsea result, is the game between Chelsea and Liverpool in two thousand and three. So I bash Liverpool here a bit, but the Chelsea two. Liverpool won. What was most important about it is the game. It was a game that we basically, between Chelsea and Liverpool, fighting for fourth. I think that Liverpool need to win or draw, and they'll get fourth. If Chelsea won, we get fourth place. Uh, It started off with Sammy Sammy Hippia, however you want to pronounce it, Uh, scored the opening goal. uh, Marcel Desailly Chelsea legend getting the equaliser shortly after for a hero heard around Sanford Bridge, Jesper Gronkier. If you haven't heard that name, <laughs> you should. But what's, yeah, what's most important about it is that we came fourth and what resulted from it was uh, Roman Abramovich's takeover. Oh, okay. They call it the £20 million match for the expenses of the Champions League but really it was a whole lot more because well he could he could have maybe just chosen us anyway it was between us and Tottenham I believe and I mean Tottenham finished about 10th that season but um, it validated him to choose us to put his investment into us so and then we there was came a lot second for year and then yeah
0: yeah I did not even know
3: 100% that. That's sort of why it is in my idea. top five. Not necessarily the best game of football to watch, yeah. but what it meant. Thought,
0: well, well, in that in that aspect, then then it kind of is like a historic game of the impact of the Premier League. Then,
3: then my final fifth and final game from 2009: Man United four, Man City three. That was. This was like just in the time where, uh, City. Uh, had the investment yeah. coming in they bought players yeah. like Carlos Tevez um, and they were trying to compete it, it actually became uh, once again like a, a good rivalry a, a rivalry at the top of the table between the two Manchester clubs but it was United still getting the bragging rights still showing they were the top dog in it um, four, so yeah 4-3 uh, Rooney scored early I think mean, Gareth Barry yeah, scored good. Uh, to equalise and then uh, I think Craig Bellamy in the last minute uh, sorry in the 90th minute um, he scored a goal to make it 3-3 and you think oh City got a massive result here away from home and guess who steps up (laughs) Liverpool legend Michael Owen (laughs) Michael Owen of all people
0: I I still remember that I remember um, the next day it was like all in the papers of like Michael Owen and, uh, I remember watching some of the game, and it was just Mark Hughes just going absolutely mad at the, um, assistant referee. Because to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> it, what was it? There was meant to be like five, four or five minutes at a time, and it was like the 97th minute. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, and yeah. I remember, um, to be fair, Giggs's pass to him was absolutely amazing. Um, but I think, I think the player, oh, yeah. I think the fact that it was Mark Lyon as well just, <laughs> made it so much
3: more better. So to finish this off, what we're going to do is choose between us a top five, the ultimate top five of games that deserve to be the playing off side. they're just in order. Best okay. Premier League games of all time. Just. No, 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 not in order. Just. Okay. Well,
2: I think it's obvious which which one's made it. I think that's obvious.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've, so Man City QPR yeah. is automatically. I'm yeah. putting it in. I don't care if, if you if you guys refuse. I, mean, I, I get hosted I mean, duties. In all of ours. So. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think...
3: Yeah.
0: I think Crystal Pace and Liverpool go in there, personally. Other it is for I me, who, personally. Golf so Max in my top five. And Josh.
2: Yeah, Golf Fest. Can't beat it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no, it's no Sunderland-Newcastle, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm, Talking I'm, of I'm personally first. not going to
2: be accepting
3: <laughs> Sunderland-Newcastle in the top five. No, it's Liverpool. In like a... That was a good game. Uh, for I, I think it's Klop, I one, think of, Klopp's, you know one what? of Klopp's first
1: like, uh, proper uh, I don't know it was one of his first games as well.
0: I think I mean, Newcastle-Arsenal right, yeah. has to go in there. I'll give you
3: Yeah, yeah that was in my I think to, that was my sixth choice. That was my Yeah. The Chets away today, yeah. the way it finished yeah. with, his, with his goal. I think it just has to be. To sum up an amazing game. So, yeah, we got United. United. Um, sorry, City, QPR. We got Crystal Palace, Liverpool. That's two. We'll give you what? give you Norwich, Liverpool, because that was an intense <laughs> game. <laughs> it was good. no, no one said game, no goal in the last minute. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't mean a lot necessarily to the season, but Klopp's first game. Plops I don't think moment. it was his
1: first game, but it was one of his first
3: games. Well, one of his first games, yeah. It might have been his first win. We got Newcastle Arsenal. We need one more. What are we saying? I'll do the biased here. But
0: I think it's probably between Man City's six-one win over May United and West Ham's three-two win over May United.
3: Also, I I do like from your from your list Liverpool yeah. four Arsenal four. Yeah, that was it a really was. insane game. But uh, yeah.
0: I'll just try and think that like, historic.
1: What about what about Tottenham? What about Tottenham Chelsea? Oh
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was that good, good but because it has yeah, got a lot of yeah, meaning like behind
1: it, similar to the QPR one. That's
3: true. We if yeah, we were were all in agreement with that. So. We'll go with that because it will not necessarily what it would be a goal fest. No, obviously it's only draw out of these. Did have a good sorry, goal, Crystal Palace. Yeah. but yeah, Hazard goal with the winner. Um, Absolutely Gary Cahill, I think, got the one as well for us.
0: And it did guarantee a yeah, half winning title. Yeah,
3: yeah, it it's, it symbolises the most unlikely Premier League yeah. champions yeah. Yeah. of all time, five thousand to one odds. Yeah, so I think we give we give that as a yeah, go
0: on. Um,
3: give that in our top five.
0: Now the fans are shouting every week. Louis van Gaal's
2: army Louis van Gaal's
3: army before we wrap up this first episode let's have a look at some of the games to look forward to throughout the week Tottenham versus Everton to finish up the 33rd game week of the season in a heated battle <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
3: Arsenal will see if they can continue their good results facing third place Leicester midweek before the North London derby takes place on Sunday afternoon big game uh, relegation scraps take place as Norwich take on Watford a week before, we take it, <laughs> before <laughs> facing West Ham at the weekend. As well as, as well at the weekend, Chelsea have a tough test against Sheffield United as they're trying to maintain a top four finish. So, the clear focus of all the games is the North London derby. Although we don't have James here who's a Tottenham fan and would probably be slating his team <laughs> right now rather than praising them. How do you lads reckon they will get on?
1: Uh, I reckon...
2: 2-0 Bold I mean I don't know I think it could be Ugh, The thing is with Mourinho He'll get his players Like Fired up for the game He'll have them drilled well Like Playing like They'll go one nil up And lose <laughs> I think Mourinho at Spurs is just uh, I don't know what's going on. Like Mourinho used to be such a defensive manager, but uh, Spurs he's playing so attacking. So I'd, you never know. This could be like a goal, a goal for a like, goal fest. But I... Where going? On? Yeah,
3: but the thing with Spurs is they don't have necessarily yeah. the defenders. Like True. what you say is quality about their defense right now. With obviously with Vertonghen going to leave, I don't know. Even though he signed, yeah. what was it, a one-year extension? Or did he actually sign a big contract? How much does Toby Oliveira, well, old Toby old, want to be yeah, there? Yeah, it's definitely an
2: aging back line.
3: But then like Davison Sanchez ain't as good as he what maybe yeah. should should be by now. Same maybe yeah. with Dyer, who's there playing at centre back. I don't no. really rate Ben Davis right. at left back too highly. So, really...
2: Aurier, he's so good going forward. That's the problem. But defensively, he's shocking almost like a winger yeah but here's
3: he's like the thing with like Marcus Alonso like he, yeah. that's what he offers as well but at least if you're having a good game like attacking wise from Marcus Alonso he's literally just taking over the game Well Sergio is doing a bit he's doing alright but he's not necessarily doing that where well, he's more of the time just getting caught out defensively yeah Gianna I think I think, silly fouls.
2: I think Arsenal will win this one Like I think Arteta's got them playing so well I think I think he's got mo- mo- motivated they, they
1: absolutely walked over Wolves
2: even if he rotates the lineup I think Arteta gets the best out of the starting 11. I'll go for a 2-1 Arsenal win.
3: 2-1. Matt?
1: Uh, I said 2-0 2 Arsenal.
3: Uh 3-1 Lewis. Arsenal. Ooh. I think Tottenham will get a point from this. I reckon it'll be an entertaining, entertaining game, two or maybe. Um yeah, it's one of those ones where Arsenal and Tottenham aren't really both contending for their top four. Arsenal could, if they pick up results,
0: yeah,
2: they, well, they
3: well can see. I think I just don't the think only, they got the,
0: the squad. only thing to play for in this game, I think, is bragging rights between supporters. I really don't think there's there's much more to it. Yeah. But there's no, there's not going to be any atmosphere. Well, there, yeah, so. but you, yeah, but you, yeah, you'll get all the players have the motivation yeah, behind them. but then you'll get like the online, like they, I feel like they will know how big this game is, regardless of fans being there or not.
2: Yeah, um, it's just bragging rights to yeah. say that year that we finished higher than. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's always big for Mourinho. Mourinho does yeah. emphasis in the big games. Well, that's the thing,
0: like, yeah, I think he Damn. can, he can get the team fired up, but I, I think. I think Arteta would be well drawn for this. I think it'll be 3-1. I think
1: Phil looked pretty tidy. I was wondering which Premiership manager you would least like to fight.
0: <laughs> I think we definitely say. I think we definitely Chelsea. say at
1: that
3: point. <laughs> <laughs> <you> Chelsea? <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> does anyone from Sky already have five? But he wants me to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> which one I wouldn't fight? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would it? Big Sam. <laughs> that is all from us on the first episode of the Playing Offside podcast we'll be back next Monday but till then thanks for Lewis Thank you. Josh Thank and Copley for recording this episode with me we will see you next week
0: you've got a fucking to get three points. and are here I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match I get a taxi back to Manchester <clears throat> it's a fact I don't
1: playing mind games I am talking about facts.
3: Uh, he, he, he can't take it, he You
2: can't take it, you just can't take
3: <laughs> <laughs>